the Gritty Growing Up podcast. Because mental health conversations don't have to be uncomfortable and argumentative. Gritty Growing Up is about challenging the perceptions of childhood and recognizing that whilst it isn't what it used to be, we can still make it positive. Join us as we share conversations, knowledge and strategies to help your family connect and move forward together. And welcome back to Gritty Growing Up. Now, as we hear the festive bells ringing, the radios blaring with Christmas songs, and you can't go anywhere for dinner without seeing a fairy light, we kind of know that Christmas is on its way. And whilst Christmas is traditionally a time that we see of joy and connection and relationships, there is also a part of Christmas that is about stress, family conflict, and overwhelm. Now, Traditionally, if we put on a lovely Hallmark movie, which I have to say I do love, we will see the festivities and the the smiling and the laughing and the happy families and everyone getting on and everyone being happy, happy, happy about Christmas. But I'm sure for many of us, and especially if you're listening to this right now because it must have appealed to you on some level, that Christmas for many families is actually something that they dread or they worry about, or they're actually really concerned about how it's going to turn out. Now, whilst we often associate Christmas with magic and awe and wonder, it can be a really stressful and anxiety-provoking time. And that's especially for children who find all the increased sensory inputs overwhelming. Just the sheer quantity of light, shiny decorations, music absolutely everywhere, things hanging from the ceiling, fairy lights twinkling absolutely everywhere you go, those ho-ho-ho singing, dancing toys in all the shops. For some children, it's just too much. The changes in school routines can be absolutely challenging from having to visit new places to sing in front of people they don't want to sing in front of to having to perform in plays that make them feel self-conscious. They might be really excited for Christmas but just find the numbers of crowds and all the people too much. They might love their homes to be quiet and calm and suddenly there's visitors all the time. They might really want to attend events but also really need their routines to stay exactly the same to be able to manage. And they might need some time to decompress and rest, but timetables become hectic. For other children, there's issues around bereavements, that they might have lost a loved family member who actually is really pivotal to their friendships and their relationships and to their families. For other children, Christmas is a reminder that their families aren't how they want to be, or that they're not with the families that they want to be with this Christmas. So we can very often find that children are dealing with issues at Christmas that many adults do and because Christmas is associated with being a time for children we can sometimes forget or we can focus on the majority in a classroom and just miss that actually we might have a handful of children that for Christmas is a time that they dread. So how can we find a balance and really help children to manage that time, be kind to ourselves and really just find a a way of managing Christmas that suits all of us? So one of the things that we can do is really focus on how we plan downtime. And it's really easy for diaries to get overpacked and jammed with Christmas events from lights to parades to, I don't know, singing Santas that drive around the streets in the evening to Christmas parties and nativities and choirs to parties and cinema trips and theatres and all these wonderful things that we do for the pantomime. But actually what we need to do is spend some time with our diaries and actually structure some downtime in. 
So for every busy morning you have, plan a quiet afternoon. For every busy day, take a quiet day. If you've got a crazy busy weekend, take a couple of days the following week to decompress. If we actually plan in some decompression time for children to allow them to regulate, to help them to manage their stress and anxiety, we can make Christmas just an entirely different celebration. The majority of children that end up having meltdowns, screaming, shouting, yelling, becoming very anxious and stressed or not sleeping, they're just overstimulated. And if you listen to my podcast a few weeks ago about hyperstress, you'll know that when we have those children who become completely hyperstressed or hyperstressed, it creates that fight-flight reaction in them. And just because Christmas is magical, it does not mean that Christmas needs to be 24 hours a day. When we actually plan some downtime, we can find even as adults that we enjoy Christmas that little bit more. It can just allow us to better manage moments of embarrassment, shame and stress and just allow everyone to enjoy themselves. For parents, it can allow us not to be walking on eggshells worrying about what's going to happen. The second thing we could do is actually in that time that we decompress, structuring some regulation activities. Think about what we're doing during our days to help children to regulate and manage themselves. Now, if you're on our Dandelion website, there are a number of articles filled to the brim with regulation strategies. But what we're thinking about is in the actual events, what are we doing before, during and after to help children to regulate and feel safer? That can be from having a crunchy breakfast before we leave to making sure that we have freezing cold drinks to suck on during the day to having chewy sweets for a journey or headphones to block out the noise to just structuring in some time to pop to the park and swing out some of that energy or to run around and get that out of us if we need to. So really thinking about how we can make regulation a part of our plans to really reduce the stress and also increase our enjoyment. But also on our down days, also putting those things in. So often what I see in my work as a therapist and a coach is that so often parents have got the right tools, but we wait until children are in the meltdown before we start putting them in place. And if we start being really savvy and putting these throughout our day, we can have such a positive impact on children. The next one is do actually be okay with creating your own routines. Start getting comfortable with having your Christmas. Not the fairy book Christmas, not the film Christmas, not the Christmas that we watch in Hallmark. Create your Christmas. Normal is such an overrated concept and in all the years that I've worked as a therapist, I have discovered that there's 9 million versions of normal. And when I was younger, I truly believed that, you know, we all wanted to be normal. Now I just truly appreciate normal doesn't exist. There is your normal, your Christmas, the Christmas that you need that allows everyone to enjoy it. When we try to reenact other people's Christmases, we can very often find ourselves eternally being disappointed and finding that our self-esteem takes a massive hit. Christmas comes in five million different shapes and sizes. For some families, crazy quizzes and dressing up are all the thing. For other families, snuggling up and watching a Disney movie is quite acceptable. For some families, they might have every single member of the family around the Christmas table. For other families, there might only be a handful of us. And neither one is wrong. So if we let go of the illusion of perfect and create what is perfect for us, you will look back at your Christmases with joy and not with disappointment. When we start to create something that isn't right for us, 
the pressure that we put on ourselves and the children in our families to step up to a reality they just can't cope with just often leaves everybody in tears and with the belief that Christmas is terrible. Create your own routines, create your own rituals, make your own festive approaches and allow it to just be a calm and peaceful time. You don't need to squish yourself into someone else's shoes and you don't need to squish yourself into a star-shaped hole that just creates anxiety and worry. Which couples us up with reducing the pressure. Some children are overwhelmed by huge quantities of presents. And whilst we might believe that children need loads and loads of presents, for a lot of children it just becomes too much. So if children have their presents, we might consider actually spreading them out. They might have a few, have some time to play with them, have another few, have some time to play with them. And this might take us a couple of days. And if it does, that's absolutely fine. When children sometimes have too many gifts, it creates a huge quantity of stress and anxiety because they don't know where to start. And so sometimes when we just reduce that down and have them over the period of a few days, we can really help children to better manage. And the last one is be willing to say no. If you know that there are events that you are invited to that are going to push your child over the edge, feel welcome to say no. I am right now giving you permission to say a big fat no. There is no point taking your children to events that you know will push them over the edge, destroy their confidence, make them feel terrible and in return make you feel really stressed and like you're a failure as a parent. And so sometimes we have to recognise that it's okay not to go to things. If you do choose to go to them, go and leave early. Sometimes children can go to an event and they will be okay for an hour. But we know if we push them over an hour, we are going to pay for it later. And when children have to go through that, we are welcoming them to experience huge quantities of stress, huge quantities of anxiety, and to feel unsafe because they do not believe that the adults around them are going to support them to not have to deal with that. So sometimes when we set an expectation, we're just going for an hour and we allow children to go for an hour, have a really positive time and then we leave. Children can leave on a positive note and they walk away building confidence. The year after we might go for 90 minutes, the year after we might go for two hours. But it is much better to go to something for an hour and walk away confident and able to decompress than to try and push it for two or three hours knowing that it's just going to lead to tears at bedtime. And I think so often I meet so many parents who feel like they have to do this stuff. And in the reality, when you look back at your Christmas, would you rather look back and say, do you know what, we just we did what was right for us and my children had a great time? Or would you rather look back and think, I pushed them to do something that they hated and now I feel like we're disconnected? Christmas starts with a C and Christmas starts with connection. Christmas, we have it painted around us all the time. It's about family. So I'm giving you permission this Christmas to worry about you and your family and what they need and that everyone else in their houses worry about what their houses need and what their children need. And let's all just let go of these expectations that most of us don't even want anyway and enjoy the kind of Christmas that you need, your children need, your families need so that you can look back at it and just say, do you know what, that was just right for us. Until next time, stay safe, stay talking, stay connected, stay sparkly. Speak to you soon. 
Stay safe, keep open-minded, and we'll look forward to sharing more gritty moments with you next time. If you want to up your knowledge in the meantime, head over to dandeliontraining and development.com.